recording. I was using my old intro. Hi, and welcome to Unlicensed Entertainment. I'm your host, Carl Etner. <laughs> With me today via Messenger and hopefully sounding good to you is my former co-host, my last podcast, Sir Chase Hooper. Welcome, Chase. Stop living in the past, Carl. It's hard not to. I love that podcast that died, <laughs> died a horrible, horrible death. Well, say something because I, I want to see if it's actually recording you because I just saw something that disturbed me. Say something. Oh, I'm supposed to talk now. <laughs> okay, good. I was, first. It looked like you weren't recording, but you are, so it's all good. Okay, so we're going to continue on this podcast. Oh. No editing. Uh, because Chase is on a time constraint, we're going to flip the show, and we're going to do what we usually do at the end of the show, at the beginning of the show. And right now, because of uh, quarantine, and most of the country still has not opened up again, we are going to look at movies and TV shows from the streaming service Hulu to give you something to watch uh, right now. We've already done Netflix. We've already done Amazon Prime. It's now time for Hulu. So, Chase, have you done your homework? Yeah, yeah, as best I could. You know, I don't use Hulu as much as other apps, but but I did the best I could on it. Okay. Uh, let's go with drama first, if you did a drama. Uh, I'll go with mine first, and you could fill in after you're done with me, after I'm done. So, for drama, I did... Very well. I did the, there's a slight delay. Uh, for drama, uh, I did uh, the greatest TV show ever made, which is FX's oh, The yeah? Shield. It's about corrupt cops <laughs> uh, who, uh, you know, do crimes and also uh, have their personal lives. And it's really well done. Shows like, like Breaking Bad would not have existed if it was not for the amazing Shield. And the acting's amazing. Michael Chiklis, Walton Goggins. Forrest Whitaker eventually, Glenn Close. It's fantastic. Best show ever made. Ever made. Uh, it's funny. It's funny because I also picked the greatest show ever made. That, that doesn't TV, make sense. Which is The Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, that's a good show. I wouldn't even put it in top 100, but it's a good show. It's the greatest show ever made. It's a good show. I'll agree with you. Yeah, we're on the same page here. Good show. Not great, but good show. And it's far more... It's far more accurate than The Shield. Yeah, you, you know, most TV shows aren't really that accurate. So if you're a baby and you can't accept that uh, Shield isn't going to be accurate, it's not for you. But if you're like a grown-up person who realizes TV is not accurate and just about good story, Shield's a great show. We've already had this conversation. The yeah. Shield went far beyond not accurate to the point of cartoonish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Let's move it on. It was like it was it was like modern quality acting and writing with like seventies and eighties filmmaking sensibilities. They didn't take evidence right. They didn't go into this building right. The show sucks. No, no, not at all. It's, that's not even the problem. It's like they didn't even know basic law. They're corrupt cops. It's okay. It fits with the show. No, the people that weren't corrupt were all, were the ones fucking it up most of the time. Oh, so the corrupt cops were the better cops? They, they, at least they knew they were breaking the law. <laughs> it was like the people that weren't supposed to be breaking the law were doing all the things that were illegal. Well, I'm just going to say... Like kidnapping it's, witnesses. It's the greatest, greatest fucking show ever made. Don't listen to Chase. It's great <laughs> shit. All right, it was uh, a good show. For, uh, it was for, entertaining. For, anyway, go ahead. For movies, I chose uh, one that I think went underneath the radar, but I thought it was a fantastic film when it came out. And his love and mercy, starring John Cusack and um, 
Paul Dano. It's both of them playing Brian Wilson at different points in his life. Also as Paul Giamatti as a, as a Brian Wilson's of the Beach Boys manager. It's basically how Brian Wilson, different points in his life, and how fucked up things were in both eras, and how they kind of fit together in one story. It's really good. So if you like Beach Boys, or just like a good, uh, good uh, biopic, and you like Paul Giamatti playing a horrible person, it's a good movie. I remember you saying that it was great, and uh, I'd be honest that I haven't watched it because I'm not a big John Cusack at all. I don't like him I don't either. Know what it is. I don't like him either, but I like the Beach Boys, and I like uh, I like uh, I love Paul Giamatti, and that was that came out a few months before uh, before uh, Straight Outta Compton, so you get to see him play like two different versions of like he had the same role in both movies, but he played it differently, like manager, but one's a good guy, one's a horrible human being. So I just I it's it was fun to see, and it, I, it's a good movie, and uh, Beach Boys are great, so it's fun to watch. What was your movie? Yeah. My uh, my drama pick was one that I I would be, I'll fully admit it's not a great movie, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's like a typical sports Rocky type movie, and that's Warrior. And we both know that uh, if I was going to go gay, it'd be Tom, for Tom Hardy. So yeah, though there's no question about it. You're like you're like sending him messages. You want it bad? No, I saw that movie. <laughs> I saw it's a good movie. It didn't blow me away, but it was definitely a good movie. There's nothing bad I could say about it. It just wasn't as uh, good as I was expecting it to be. Yeah, you know, I'm a big uh, MMA fan, and it's the only it's the only movie about the topic that is remotely good so far. So, yeah, the, the, regardless of the story, the acting is good in it. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because I'm not a sports fan, but I love sports movies. It's it if a movie can take a subject that I find boring, like most sports. And make it good. Uh, yeah, I give some credit. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, yeah. it, let's move on to comedy TV shows. Uh, so I chose a British one made by Stephen Moffat, who you might know from Doctor Who or Sherlock. He made a, he made a few sitcoms before he got into those shows. And this one, if you start watching the show, you have to get past the opening credits. It has the worst opening credits theme song I've ever heard. As even if you're a Star Trek fan and you've heard Star Trek Enterprise, and that's infamously the worst star, uh, theme song of all time, it's worse than Star Trek Enterprise. It is called Coupling. It is basically about uh, two sets of friends. One starts dating the other one, and then they have to mix, and you kind of get stuff from male perspective and female perspective. It doesn't sound that good, but it's very funny, and it has a guy from Pirates of the Caribbean in it, and it has a girl from Shaun of the Dead in it as the leads, and it's, uh, it's very funny. Just... Get past that terrible theme song. It's only like 12 episodes, maybe uh, 18, I think, is three seasons, but it's very good. I love how you say it has the guy from a movie and the girl from well, another okay, movie. Well, okay, it's not the lead. It's not the lead. It's not the lead. It's like the guy that wanted to marry uh, Keira Knightley in, in, in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. And then it's not the lead girl, but her friend from Shaun of the Dead. Or I think she was Dawn in I think Very she was well. Dawn in the Office, the British version of the Office. The the okay. the Pam like character, but yeah, they're not very well known. But you go like, yeah. ah, I know those people. That's about it. But they're very good. It's a, it's a fantastic show. I think it's a little under the radar here. They did try to make an American version, and it did not go well and got immediately canceled. So what's your TV show? Well, one good thing about about streaming services now is that you can usually skip credits. Which is nice. Except for Hulu. 
Hulu does not let you skip credits. You could fast forward. It doesn't? Hulu does not have a script credits oh. button. It's the only one that doesn't, to okay. my knowledge. Well, the TV show uh, I picked is uh, a newer one, and I even love it more than the movie, and that's what we do in the shadows. I do, too. I, I didn't pick that one because I, I try to get things that people haven't heard of, and that one's blowing up right now. But that is a great show. What's amazing to me about that one is I wanted to watch it for Matt Berry because he's a big, he's a, one of the leads in the IT crowd, which is a great show. And he's my least favorite character. Everyone else kind of overshadows him, especially Colin Robinson, the energy vampire. I think just all around, it's just a fantastic show. And it's rare that, that you get a movie or you get a show based off uh, of, of a movie and the show is better than the movie. But I truly think the TV show is better than the movie. I can think of... I have two other ones that I really like, but for the most part, that's true. Because I really like Friday Night Lights. And for some reason, I like Parenthood, and I can't tell you why, but I like that more than the movie. But for the most part, usually that's the case. <laughs> you ever have that TV shows you like that you cannot explain why they're into the, the kind of thing that you would watch? I mean, I can't think of any right now, but I'm sure there's plenty. I have a lot. <laughs> All right, uh, so what... <laughs> so, uh... For a movie, I chose this one's kind of an, it's an action movie, but I think it, it's more a comedy movie, so I chose that. And then Super, starring Ellen Page and uh, Rain Wilson, and it's a it's basically Kickass, uh, the movie Kickass, where a regular guy becomes a superhero and fights crime, except for way more violent. It's made by James Gunn, who made Guardians of the Galaxy, and it is. So amazing. It was under the radar. It was an independent film, but it, it has a like a nice cult following. And James Gunn rarely goes wrong. So I highly recommend that one. That's a good one. Um, mine was, again, it's not strictly a comedy. It's probably listed as a horror movie. And from the trailer, when it came out, I didn't want to see it because it looked like just another typical teenage slasher horror movie. But Cabin in the Woods turned out to be a fucking hilarious movie. I think they got, they got a... a following after it came out and people realized what it was because it looked like shit. It was, but you couldn't advertise it correctly without giving away what made the movie great. So they kind of, I I respect them for not giving it away, but man, they hurt themselves at first. Yeah, no, you're right. But yeah, that's fantastic. It's all about the tropes on horror films. And yeah, I'd, I'd say actually it is a more of a comedy film than a horror film. It's a comedy with good horror movie stuff in it. Yeah. All right, so my next one, I'm not sure if you did this category. I did action, which is the hardest category for me to do. Uh, but I've, there's this TV show I really like. I, I, I got a TV show out of it. I got both the TV show and movie. They're both period pieces. Uh, my TV show is called Black Sails. It is developed by Michael Bay, so get, take that with a grain of salt. But it's basically uh, a prequel <laughs> to Treasure Island. And it's about a bunch of uh, pirates that turn on each other and the politics of the island. It's like trying to be pirates Game of Thrones uh, more realistically. Uh, it's got good action, surprisingly great actors. Like the lead in there, I would like to see play uh, play James Bond someday. He's already done some audio plays. Uh, it's it's got, it's got a really good cast and it's a fun story. It's four seasons, complete story. And you get to see, if you read Treasure Island, you see stuff leading up to Treasure Island in the book. I think it was a great... TV show, it's on there. It's originally a star show, but they put it for free on, on Hulu. That's one of those that I've been wanting to watch, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Unlike my last uh, one, TV show great, I picked, great theme song. Okay. Oh. The TV show I picked was Vikings. Uh, 
partly because I don't really know any action shows on fucking Hulu, but I do like Vikings, even though I don't like it as much as the Netflix one, The Last Kingdom. But I enjoy Vikings. I like Viking shit in general. I like that kind of stuff. I'm reading a, a Norse mythology book right now, but for some reason, uh, that show just seemed like it was a bad version of Sons of Anarchy in Viking times. So I got bored. Yeah, I get the comparison because he kind of looks like Jax, but because <laughs> I've been saying that since I first watched the show years ago, like this guy fucking looks like Jax. Yeah, that's, uh, maybe that's why. I only made it through the first season. Maybe I need to give it another try. All right. For my movie, you said you weren't able to get a movie, right? I didn't pick a movie. All right. Mine is a movie that I think went under the radar. I think it, lo- it looked terrible. It looked like it was trying to be 300, but it turned out to be a really great movie. And that's Beowulf. Uh, it's it's Robert Zemeckis okay. trying to do, uh, he's doing a CGI movie, but trying to do it ultra realistic. And it's a story that you had to read in high school of Beowulf done way better than the story actually is uh, with great acting. Uh, and the first half, you're like, yeah, this is 300. And then you watch the second half and all things that bugged me about 300 and what was the bugged me about the first half of this movie pays off in that those were not good qualities. And it, it bites them in the ass later. So it's like, oh, this is a nice come up. And so I really needed to make this movie great. And it, it was amazing, and just no one watched it because it looked terrible. I did watch it, and just you bringing it up again makes me think I should watch it again because I didn't like it. But again, I saw it when it came out, and I haven't paid attention to it since. So, Oh, I saw it in theaters in 3D, and then I went out and bought it the day it came out. It, I loved that movie, and I hated when we had to read that in school. All right, did you get a sci-fi I'll one? I'll give it another chance, Carl. Okay. Did you do sci-fi? Uh, yeah, I did. Okay. So my TV show uh, is uh, based on a comic book series. Uh, it takes place in the Marvel Universe, but not in, in the TV show it doesn't. It just takes place in its own separate universe with Marvel characters in it. Uh, it is called Legion, starring Dan Stevens. It's basically about a guy who's in a mental institution, and they think he's crazy. But it turns out he's not crazy. He's a mutant, and his mutant powers just make him seem like he's crazy. Also stars Aubrey Plaza in a role like I've never seen her before. You might think it is at first, but then she has so much range to that character that it is fantastic. It's three short seasons, uh, full story, and uh, it it has complicated characters. You start thinking one guy's a bad guy and then switches around that another person's a bad guy. And no one is completely good or completely bad. And it just it's so good. And it's so artful, too. They do sequences of astral plane fighting with the souls that I've never seen anything like that done on TV, TV before. And they, it, it's unique. It's made by the same guy who made the Fargo TV series. So if you like that, maybe check this out. All right. What's your TV show? Uh, I'm all, I'm all pumped up now. It's so uh, good. My TV show is, I had to go with the classic, uh, one of the greatest shows ever, I'd say for the most part in the X files. Yeah, of course. I don't, I don't know what I'll say about it. It's a fucking X-Files. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I'll i say this about it. It is a great, like, first four or five seasons, and then <laughs> it's not so great. But uh, th- those first four or five seasons were yeah, really the thing good. About, the thing about the X-Files is the, the beginning of it is so great that I'll watch the shit seasons just to have, like, the completion. 
Oh yeah, I, I've uh, I've watched all the seasons, including the new ones, and right now I'm listening to audio plays that are poorly acted, even though it has the people that play them in the show. But it's like, I, this is I'm listening to it, it's like this is so fucking bad. But it's more X Files, so I'll listen to it. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, so then I chose, and you probably didn't choose this one, but I, I chose the, the category of dramedy because sometimes I have a hard time picking shows well, like you didn't this. Do, you didn't do movie. Oh, didn't do movie? Oh, sorry. Let's go back to movies. And this is so dumb because this is one of my favorite all movies right. of all time. This is in my top 10 favorite movies. And this is 12 Monkeys. It is a sci-fi film starring Bruce oh, Willis yeah. and Brad Pitt. Bruce Willis goes back to the past to stop an apocalypse that happens. And he gets put into a mental institution. And you don't know if he's really a time traveler or if he's just a crazy guy. And it is. It's sad. It's messed up. And has one of my favorite endings in a movie. Well, it's Terry Gilliam, so it's, you, it's, it's automatically weird. Yeah, definitely. It's the only one. I've um, seen, a, seen three Terry Gilliam films. It's the only one I like. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's other ones I like. Uh, the one I picked was um, one that I did not, another one I did not expect to be this kind of movie, and that was Sorry to Bother You. Oh, that is so good. Fucking weird. That movie, <laughs> that's another one like Cabin in the Woods. They did not advertise the movie that they gave you. It was so much, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, it was to the point where. You know, you got a little bit of the weirdness, you know, like the white voice he did and so you got that in the trailer. Yeah. But then it was one of those where at the end of the movie, I went, what the fuck just happened? It, it went off the rails like a South Park episode goes more and more extreme. But this one in like a real world, somebody yeah. just gets more and more extreme like that. It, uh, yeah. If you haven't seen yeah. Sorry to Bother You, that's definitely high on the list of things you should watch. All right. So yeah. uh, let's move on. Did you do dramedy? That's what I did last week, but I... Don't, not sure if you did. Okay, so I'll no, just do I both didn't of mine. I have a hard time because I, I have a hard time picking dramedies for drama or comedy because they're not really strong in both, so it's hard to put them in there. So I just did, yeah. did, did these two. For TV, I did the TV show Justified, starring Timothy Oliphant and Walton Goggins from The Shield. Uh, basically, it's a it's a what is it called? U.S. Marshal gets in trouble in Florida, has to get sent back to his own old old hometown. And meets up with Walton Goggins, who's like doing criminal shit, and just it's it's like weird Southern rednecks doing fucked up shit, but doing it in a really funny, witty way. And the dialogue is so fantastic. It has Margot Martindale and uh, and oh, I can't even remember all the guest stars that they have come in there. But seven seasons of solid, funny, dramatic TV. All right, and my, All right, I've been meaning to check that one out, too. Oh, I love it. Uh, and then my movie is one that surprised me that was good. I mainly went because my wife wanted to see it. It's a Paul Feig movie. It's the only one of this kind that he made. It's basically a thriller made by the guy who made Bridesmaids. And it's called A Simple Favor, starring Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick. It has tons of twists, oh. but it's also really funny. And fucked up at the same time. It's it's definitely something I'd recommend to people who might have skipped it because they maybe they don't like that this guy made the new Ghostbusters. Give this a try anyway. It's really good. All right, let's do a. Hor- I did actually see that one, and it was pretty good. It is is a lot of fun. Let's do horror. Did you do horror? All right. Yes. 
For TV, I did a show that kind of snuck up on me out of, out of nowhere. It's another show that's very short run, but has a full story, and that is Salem. It is a horror show about witches during the Salem witch trials, and it turns out witches are real and the fucked up things that they're doing. Uh, it's got fun performances. I wouldn't say all the performances are great, but they're good enough, and uh, they, it has a good story, and it, I love shows that give you don't waste your time and give you a full story in there. You're not left wondering what happened. So it's definitely really good if you're in the mood for a horror story. Definitely check that one out. Yeah, I, I liked uh, Salem a lot. And I I didn't, however, like the last episode. I thought it was stupid as fuck. I can't remember it, Other but I remember that, I was disagreeing about thoroughly. it. But I can't debate about you why I disagreed about it, because I, I just don't remember. The, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's not really a disagreement. It's just like I, I could get if you didn't like it. I just thought there were some special effects in it that were so bad that it looked like a third grader did it. Well, it was from it. the t- the TV station WGN or something like that. Of course, they had no money. They did like two TV shows. It was of their own USA. The it was not USA. It was WGN. They had two TV shows, and then the station it was went on up. USA. Maybe they put the reruns on USA, but it was on WGN. I remember when they had the person on a radio show I used to listen oh. to, and he he named the channel. It's like I've never fucking heard of that channel before. They did that, and they did Manhattan Project, oh. and then they went under. But two good shows. Well, um, it was good. It was good overall. The TV show I picked was uh, Castle Rock. I mean, obviously, I'm a big Stephen King fan, and I kind of like that. I'm not caught up on the show, first of all, so it could have gotten shit <laughs> since I, you know, I haven't caught up. But uh, but what I've watched has been it's been fun to watch. It's cool to see like different characters from different Stephen King worlds uh, pop up in this town that is so, uh, you know. It's so much involved in all of his books. So I haven't seen that show yet. Is that basically like a bunch of Stephen King books crammed together into one story? Um, no, I would say it's a bunch of Stephen King characters that show up in Castle Rock. Okay. Uh, it looks really interesting, but there's so much TV I haven't gotten around to it. But uh, since you like it, I'll put it on my, higher on my list. Check that one out. All right, for movies, we're probably going to disagree well. on this one because you're like the horror movie buff, and I like horror, but I don't love horror. But this movie is made by one of my favorite current horror directors, Mike Flanagan, and it's the first movie I saw of his. It's called Oculus. It stars Karen Gillan, who you also don't like, uh, and it's basically about <laughs> an evil mirror in their house and then fl- goes back to flashbacks with their mom, Katie Sackhoff, from Battlestar Galactica doing stuff, and it's just it's different. It's got great performances, uh, for, especially for a horror film. Great plot. Focuses more on character development than it does on the scares. And I, even though by the end of the movie, I had no idea what was going on, the journey made it worth it. Even though I didn't understand the ending, I still loved the ending. So I definitely say check out Oculus, the evil mirror movie. The evil mirror movie. That sounds yeah. so stupid. Yeah, that old thing. It sounded so stupid, but I ended up <laughs> loving it. Uh, mine was... Um... One that I think a lot of people didn't like, especially because they liked the original better. But I really liked it, and that's Let Me In, which is basically that. like My Girl with Vampires. I've heard that. <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed it. I It helps that uh, I I liked Chloe Grace Moretz when she was a younger actress. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if she picks shitty movies now or what, or she just sucks now. But I thought she was great in that movie. Yeah, I... I, I'm always surprised. It seems like a lot of young actors, if they're really good when they're young, 
they suddenly when they get it to a certain age they're not good anymore and i'm in the same boat i don't know if it's if it's because she's getting worse or she's just choosing bad projects yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, Abigail Breslin's the same way. I think she was probably, I mean, next with the family, like, the best child actress I can think of. And I think she sucks now. Haley Joel Osmond uh, is not yeah. the same quality. Uh, the kid from Boyhood, if you watch the beginning of that movie compared to the end of that movie, because they shot it over, like, 15 years, he's a great actor when he's a little kid. By the end of that movie, he was terrible. So it's crazy how that mm. is. All right, I have uh, one more category that I did. I didn't do usual romance because Hulu was harder to find stuff like that with. But I want to choose some kids' show, uh, shows and movies to uh, recommend. So, uh, okay. my first one is a classic, but I feel like people might have forgotten about this, or maybe their kids have never seen this and they need a reminder. And they're going to make some new episodes soon. Go back and check out Animaniacs. The Warner Brothers and Warner oh, yeah. Sister, very Looney Tunes in style. Very fucked up humor compared to, like, they would not be able to get away with a lot of that stuff now. Has Pinky and the Brain in it, so you get to enjoy that. Tons of little cartoons. Uh, definitely something, I, when I have a kid, my kid's going to be an Animaniacs kid. Or at least I'm going to try to force it. It was definitely, it, it was one of those shows where it's made for kids, but they didn't, they didn't dumb it down for kids. No. They, they made a show that, that adults could easily be fans of. Or even shocked by, like, kids won't get stuff as adults. Like, that's kind of fucked up. No. Um, no, that's a good choice. I picked the 2012 version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Nickelodeon um, one? I thought... Huh? Is it the one that was on Nickelodeon? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen that. I... Honestly, I if I wasn't even a Ninja Turtles fan, uh, I would still think it was a great show. It, it was... An interesting story. There was even a part like uh, where Splinter gets fucked up, and uh, like it was, I was watching it with with my daughter and going, "Man, this is this is really fucked up." Like <laughs> it was like real drama for a second. This Ninja Turtles cartoon, and then like little things like Raphael is generally by far my favorite Easy. turtle. Yeah, but in this show, in this show, Michelangelo is by far my favorite. He's, He's always my second. Hilarious in this show. I can't get over how funny he is. Anyway, that's my show. I'll have to check that out. Uh, my movie is one that a lot of people probably won't check out because they hate the lead of it, but I love this movie, and that is the movie that went up against A Bug's Life, Ants, starring Woody Allen and Sylvester Stallone. Oh. I think it's way better than A Bug's Life. It didn't get the credit it deserved. It's a very fun movie. I like it more than Shrek. It's one of my favorite DreamWorks movies. I love that movie. It's about an ant who's not happy with being an ant and just being a drone who wants to live his own life. It's very good. I, I really like the ants too. I think it, uh, it its detriment is that the animation isn't as good as is yes, like Bugs Life for instance. I'll give Bugs but Life that. As far as story, as far as story and uh, voice acting, I liked it a lot. I like everything with Stallone in it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, the movie I picked was a newer one, and I, I can never remember how you pronounce the company's name. Is it Leica that makes Coraline and shit like that? I don't know the name of the company. I, I, I like some of the uh, movies, well, but I'm not a super fan. Well, we just recently watched Missing Link, which was their last one, and I thought it was really, really funny. Really? And I don't think it got much uh, attention. I didn't see it. I heard of it, and didn't, it didn't show up that much uh, in posts or reviews or anything like that, so I was like... Probably just not worth checking out. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a funny movie about uh, about Bigfoot, and you know, I love stop motion animation. I, I thought it was a really good. It's one of their best movies. It's made by the same people who made Coraline. Yeah, Coraline and and uh, Kubo with yeah. the Kubo. Yeah, yeah, that because like those movies seem very dark. Uh, the Missing Link didn't look as dark as those other ones, so it surprises me. Uh. No, I don't think it was, no. But, uh, hey, they can diversify. True, true. I'm sorry to judge. All right, so uh, those are our Hulu recommendations, unless you have any more categories that I didn't get to. Um, I did a documentary t- okay. TV show, and it was Survivor Man. I like Survivor Man, so there you go. That's the end of my spiel. Yeah. They used to have a great movie on there, but they took it off there. It's a, here's the thing that bugs me with Hulu originals versus Netflix originals. Hulu made this great original documentary that I recommended to so many people, and it's not on there anymore. Like, I don't understand how that happens if it's an original Hulu movie. Keep it on there. Yeah. So I I don't have any recommendations for that, except for Bring Back Becoming Bond, the George Lazenby story, because it's fucking great. All right. Uh, Are you able to stay more, or do you have to leave? I got a few minutes. All right, well, we're... I can do five more minutes. All right, so we're going to hit a couple uh, a story or two before Chase has to leave and the st- show is going to continue on without him. Uh, let's do one that I think you might be interested in for uh, TV show news. Apparently, so a lot of people are pushing for the TV show Gargoyles to come back, that, that cartoon show from, that Disney okay. made in the 90s. And I, so because yeah. of that, that press, people are talking about it again. And apparently there's a crazy reason why that show got canceled in the first place. O.J. Simpson is responsible for killing gargoyles. <laughs> oh, man, and he got away with that one, too. Well, it's at the same time, because of his trial was on when gargoyles was supposed to be on, they were they kept the game preempted. Oh. And when they got preempted, they would move it around during the week, and then no one knew when it was on anymore or get put off for a couple of weeks. And since no one knew when it was on, it couldn't become appointment TV anymore, and eventually no one was watching and got canceled. So... If, if OJ and, and hadn't killed funny. Nicole Brown, I never heard that. I didn't hear it either. It's news to me. But if OJ hadn't killed his wife, we would have had more gargoyles. God, that fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is, I, I, I never watched gargoyles as a kid, and I just I watched it with my daughter maybe two weeks ago just for shits and giggles. I thought it fucking sucked dick. You suck dick. You suck Tom Hardy's dick. I mean, I, I honestly, even if I went that route, I mean, I, I don't think I would be the sucker. I just, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I don't I think I see Tom Hardy sucking your dick. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's not as good as people make it out to be. I think uh, the, for one thing, the theme song is fucking amazing, it's super epic. I think the yeah, voice acting good. is great. I think because uh, I watched the whole first season recently, I think it gets better as it goes, but it does suffer a little bit on uh, story, a little bit. And a little bit on the acting, but as it goes, I think it gets better. It just unfortunately got canceled. Sorry, I'm holding back burps from the mic. God I hope people it, can't okay. hear them. Uh, okay, do you have time for another story? Yeah. All right. Uh, here's one that I thought was weird. So Adele is in the news recently, the singer Adele. And because she she came out and took a picture of herself skinny and saying, you know, good luck to all you people and everything like that dealing with coronavirus, people are pissed off about Adele because now she's too skinny. <laughs> They're 
they're, they're skinny shaming. So before she, she was Adele was never a fat person, but she was like a little heavier than usual. So people constantly got her for being fat. Now she's skinny, and now they're like, what the fuck? She's too skinny. She can't win. You have to have like this one, like hard to hit body type in order to not upset people in or it, not people uh, in Hollywood. The regular average person who does not want a woman to look a certain way. Yeah, well, she she uh, the thing that was going against her is she was she didn't fit the stereotypical mold. So those people that celebrated her for not fitting that mold now hate her for what they perceive as fitting the mold by losing weight. It, what it what it, what it should be because these people are hypocrites if they're upset about that. What it should be is. She's good when she's, she's a little heavier. She's good when she's skinny. As long as she's happy, that's all it, what should fucking matter. But people have way too much opinions on a, on a woman's body. At the, at the end of the day, if Adele decided, you know, I would like to be a little more fit, a little healthier, I, what the fuck is it? Your, I, what, what opinion do you have? It, it, you shouldn't have any opinion. No. Except uh, maybe you know, analyze how you can better your fucking self, right? Yeah. It's it's people have such weird high like high opinions of themselves that they think because most of the people that are complaining about this don't care about their appearance really they just they care about projecting what other people should look like worry about yourself yeah all right uh, <laughs> my daughter my daughter always says that worry about yourself <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, are you still good one more okay one more story um try to find something that fits with you. Are you a fan of... Oh, here's one that's really stupid. Uh, they are doing a new reality TV show for uh, the... What is it called? I want to say Fosky, but that's not it. Uh, Freeform. Freeform Network called Love in the Time of Corona. It is... <laughs> it is so stupid. So basically, because they can't film anything new, they came up with the idea of doing like a documentary-style reality show about these people trying to deal with the fact that they want to date people while they're in quarantine. Does that sound like just, they're not even trying. Like they just think as long as we have something new out there, we'll get people to watch. Cause that does not sound good. I just, it sounds like a reality show that consists of, ah oh, man, I'd love to date somebody, but I can't leave the house. So I'm just going to jerk off. Like that sounds like that's well, there, the premise of the show. There's like that. And then there's apparently there's someone that's like, should I try to make a move on my roommate? Stuff, stuff like that. <laughs> Which, don't make a move on your roommate in that. quarantine. It's a bad idea. If you can't leave the house and things get I awkward, mean, it's a terrible idea. I actually think, like, as much as I hate reality shows, I think whoever came up with that was a fucking genius because people are going to fucking watch it. Uh, here's the thing. I was way more excited just based on the uh, on the, the title than I was on the actual premise. I think the title's great. It, it made me laugh. It made my day. But then I watched, read what it's actually about. I was like, I was hoping it's going to be like a Bachelor style show just with people in quarantine. I think that would have been better. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see them uh, making out with masks on. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, cause I, I think you think they did like a, a thing making fun of that on SNL before they went into quarantine about a reality show where people were basically had coronavirus and shit like that. It was very funny, but I, I'd like to see the real world version of that. All right. So I'm assuming you have to go now. I'm restoring and ask you that. Yeah, I'll probably go wash my taint. All right. It's hot in here. People need to know that. 
All right. Well, thank you for doing the show, Chase. <laughs> I'm looking at it, and it looks like you're actually going to be on the show this time. Woo-hoo-hoo. All right. All right, buddy. Later. Later. All right. So that is the end of uh, Chase being on the show for today. Uh, for what I was talking about, last time we had him on, well, I tried to have him on. He recorded an hour and 15 minutes worth of, of an episode, and then it turned out that I didn't get any of him in audio, so it all was to, all was wasted. So this time uh, we tried a different method, and it looks like, although the sound quality wasn't perfect, like he's actually going to be on here. Uh, so let's look at a few more stories, and then we're just going to wrap this whole thing up. Uh, Percy Jackson is going to be having a new a live-action TV show going on Disney+. Plus. For those of you who don't remember that, it was a terrible movie series uh, starring Logan Lerman uh, that just basically did not follow. There's like there's 10 books. Well, Percy Jackson Olympians is five books, but then they made a sequel series that made it 10 books. And here's the thing. It's about it's basically like a low-key Harry Potter ripoff, except for with Greek gods in a camp instead of a school, or demigods in a camp instead of a school. And they go off on adventures. Uh, the books start off okay and then get really good. I've read 11 books written by this author that kind of fit in that same universe. And I ended up really liking them. It's my go-to, uh, if I'm looking for like a YA book to read, that's not, uh, too much on the romance and actually just about a good old fashioned venture. I go to those books and they're a great time. So if they make a Disney show that follows more to the, the spirit of the books rather than the movies that failed at that did. I think it will be really good. Even Logan Lerman, the star of Percy Jackson, was like, I hope they actually uh, go with the spirit of the book this time. So he threw some shade on his own movie series that basically launched him into stardom. Something that's getting a lot of people excited that shouldn't be getting people excited because they're only reading the headline is that uh, the TV show Swamp Thing, which started off as a DC Universe streaming uh, series exclusive that got canceled at the first episode, even though it was beloved, is now coming to the CW. Now, the reason why that is not as exciting as people are thinking of is because the only reason they're doing this is because of coronavirus. Because they don't have any original stuff to put on TV right now, they're looking for anything that they can. And because CW is owned by the same people that own the DC Universe app, and basically DC in general, WB, uh, they own the the show already. So they decided to put it over there on CW, which is going to have to be heavily edited because it was a mature audience show. And it was usually about an hour long. And what they're doing is going to air all 10 episodes. And that's it. They have, there are no plans to make any new, new episodes. It's just going to be playing on CW rather than on a streaming service that five people have. But, um, you know, good for people. They sh- I think they should check it out. It's going to be great for those that haven't seen it. Um... Uh, speaking of the DC universe, if you were like me and you love this TV show Doom Patrol, which is basically like very similar to X Men, a group of people live in a mansion uh, led by a guy in a wheelchair that fight supervillains, and they all have weird powers and stuff like that. It's actually not an X Men ripoff though, because the comic was was made before X Men came out, and then they were ripped off by Stan Lee and I think Jack Kirby with the X-Men, and the X-Men happened to get more traction. But it is uh, one of the best superhero shows ever made, in my opinion. Maybe just a little bit underneath Daredevil. Uh, it, it's got Brendan Fraser, Timothy Dalton, Matt, Matt Bomer. And it's, it's, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It has, fu- it has messed up stuff that happens in the plot, but it's also very funny, and it breaks the fourth wall. 
and you know has a like I think it was like a rat or a cockroach or something like that that has world domination plans. So it's very unique. Definitely something worth checking out. And it, they have re, they had finally announced. People have been waiting for a while. That is going to be coming out on uh, next month in June. I think it's the twenty fifth, and it's going to be going on HBO, uh, and HBO Plus, the new HBO si- streaming service, HBO Max, HBO Max. It's going to be going to HBO Max second season on June twenty fifth. So if you have the DC Universe app, or if you have HBO Now, the T- the stream service HBO Now, or many different versions of HBO, you're going to be getting HBO Max. And that show is going to be on it, so more people are going to be able to watch it. And I say definitely check that out when you have the chance. Um, let's see. Uh, so I'm a big fan of the TV show Black Mirror. I think most people are nowadays. And it's basically a look at uh, a fictional look of how technology is going to affect people in the future or, or near future or distant future and how messed up it is going to be. Uh, always has good twist endings. It's basically an anthology show, the first ones uh, ever, in my opinion, to rival the Twilight Zone, the classic Rod Serling series. Uh, well, Charlie Booker, the creator of that show, has said he is not working on season five right now. He is not working on that because the world is too depressing right now because of coronavirus. So we have to wait for the world to get better, and who knows when that's going to be before he starts actually making new shit. I say just make it now. We need that stuff. I get excited for good dramatic messed upness. I don't need to see I don't need to feel good to to see messed up stories. I had a few more news stories, but I feel like, you know, we had a good time with Sir Chase here. We don't need to go on much longer. So I want to thank all of you guys for listening to the show. Uh, please rate and review this show if you like it. Uh, recommend it to people to listen to so we could have more than just a few few listeners. Uh, and just you know, spread the word. And if you have nothing nice to say, please don't say they Don't leave me a bad review because I need more listeners. It's not going to hurt you to not say anything. All right, so thank you for listening. Hopefully I'll be back next time with my lovely wife, Tasha. This has been Unlicensed Entertainment. <laughs>